Miracy. I preach about keeping systems as simple as possible because I think it can be so easy to look online and see what everyone else is doing and be like, oh, this must be so complicated. I have to have all of these tools with all of these steps and automations. Ever wondered where to start when it comes to systems for your coaching business or how to make them fit just right for your needs? If you've ever been on the fence about the whole one-size-fits-all idea, then you are in for a treat today because today we're peeling back the curtain on the different strategies that can seriously turbocharge your business. So buckle up and keep listening. I'm Melinda Cohen, and you're listening to Just Between Coaches. I run a business called The Coaches Console, and we're proud to have helped tens of thousands of coaches create profitable and thriving businesses. This is a podcast where we answer burning questions that newer coaches would love to ask a more experienced coach. Have you ever felt overwhelmed at the idea of setting up your own back-end systems and how successful businesses and their owners seem to operate effortlessly in their zone of genius while their business runs like a well-oiled machine? We've got the answers for you in this exciting episode of Just Between Coaches. And be forewarned, my guests and I are gonna geek out on this topic. Samantha Wisnett is joining me today for the conversation about systems. She's the founder of Systems with Sam. She's a certified digital business manager, and some of her clients have scaled their businesses to even $100,000 per month with the help of systems. She knows all too well that sometimes as a business owner, you might want to chuck your laptop at the wall, but she has the remedy. Welcome, Samantha. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be on today and geek out with you over systems. Oh my gosh. Listeners, get ready because you've got two girls here that love systems. Now for coaches listening in, entrepreneurs, not usually their favorite topic. And one of the things that I always say is systems breed freedom, right? So you may not like systems, but I'm going to tell you what, if you got your own business, you're going to come to love systems because it's freedom for you to do what you love in your business, the freedom for more time and money. And as a system geek myself, I am so excited to have you on the show. And But before we dive in, just give our listeners a little bit of background about you, yourself. Absolutely. So I originally started working in the online industry almost four years ago, and I actually have a degree in biochemistry. So I had no experience at all with business or marketing when I first got started and how I even kind of, I kind of call it like an accidental entrepreneurship journey because I was traveling abroad and I was teaching English online and I knew I didn't want to continue on to grad school or work a nine to five at the time, hence the traveling gap year I was taking. And I just was going down this Google rabbit hole of how to make money online. You know, I just needed to make some more money. I had a lot of free time and I found being a virtual assistant and I took a course over how to start writing blogs for people, doing social media management, doing all the things that virtual assistants do. I think I worked for free for like basically the first six months, just trying to pick up as much experience as possible. And eventually I also found becoming an online business manager and really just dove into more management and sales funnels and strategy in that sense. And yeah, found systems. And at first systems definitely scared me too. So if you are thinking, wow, this is kind of an intimidating topic, don't worry. I have 100% been in your shoes. 
But the more I learned about systems, the more I realized that they are not intimidating at all when you can look at them from the angle that I love what you said, that the systems provide freedom. I also say systems create consistency in your business. And when you really are able to implement systems like I have with my clients over the past few years, it just brings your business to a whole new level and allows you so much more freedom in your life. Yeah. Systems create consistency like that right there. So many times, I mean, over the years, that's why I created Coaches Console, right? For 19 years, we have been helping coaches organize the back end of their business, figuring out their systems, streamlining it, simplifying it, my goodness, simplifying it. And the consistency is, I mean, that's critical. And so many new coaches or actually a lot of coaches, no matter what stage of their business they're in, they're just flying by the seat of their pants. They're just winging it. They're making stuff up as they go. But that's really, it's like, that's the energy behind the scenes. And then they've got to put on this face to their audience and their clients and their list. And it's like, no, 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 I know what I'm doing. And then they wonder why the villains get so loud. Like, oh my God, who's going to believe me? And so there is a direct correlation I find between the degree you have systems set up and how loud the negative self-talk is. Like (laughs) as those things get sorted out, it really quiets that self-talk. It quiets those villains and it allows you to feel confident. So I really love that you talked about systems create consistency because consistency is what it's all about. Can you talk a little bit about that consistency aspect? Absolutely. And yeah, it's so true. I think systems play such a part in your mindset as well, because whenever you do have these systems in place, you just show up more confidently. And I have that with clients. A lot of the times when clients come to me, they maybe they're growing fast and they're starting to take on all these new clients, but on the inside, they're freaking out because they're like, I have no idea how I am going to handle this. And especially when it comes to consistency, it's really, really hard to be consistent at something that you don't have like a routine or a system around. If it's not built into your life, or if you're not making it as easy as possible for yourself to do it, it's just not going to happen on a regular basis. It's just like with health or, you know, with finances or any other part of your life. And so whenever you implement these systems in your business, it's all about making it as simple as possible and as easy as possible for you to show up every day. And the key systems I kind of talk about are a lot of centralized around, like I call them money-making systems, because especially when we're first starting out, that's like what we're focused on the most is, you know, serving our clients, getting our name out there, creating the content. So if you can really systemize those areas of your business and create consistency in those areas, it allows you that freedom and that just mental space to really start dreaming a bit bigger and take on other projects and yeah, just not worry about getting the day-to-day stuff done anymore and start, you know, putting your energy into the bigger vision. Love that. I want to go back to something that you said just a bit ago. You want to make it as simple as possible and as easy as possible. And I find that when we talk about systems, like we teach, you know, the folks going through our program and using our software, make it as easy for you because the easier it is for you, the more likely you're going to do it, the better you're going to do it, the more confident you're going to feel just everything that you were just talking about. But we also, as business owners, we have to think of the systems that we put in place to make it as simple as possible and as easy as possible for our audience and our clients. So many times, the system of how we support our clients, coaches make that so difficult for their clients to say yes. There's so much friction that is created with clients just getting started with that first session and or continuing on working with them. 
that sometimes it's no wonder that they could ever even have any results. And so we don't want to just make systems for our own business behind the scenes so we feel better at a business owner. We've got to reduce the friction for our audience to get to know us, for the people on our list to take action and for our clients to get engaged and get results. Every point that we can, I mean, that's what systems do. They remove the friction. They remove the resistance. We want to get to that state of flow with our systems. Yes, 100%. And it's so true. And one of the things I say quite a lot nowadays is you don't buy a Prada bag and they give it to you in a Target sack. And that's how I want everyone to view their client experience, right? If you expect someone to pay thousands of dollars to work with you and, you know, to get your knowledge from you and to, you know, share your energy or whatever, then you have to back it up with your systems. If you want to raise your prices, you have to raise your systems to really match that experience that you want to give. And it's probably not even because of you as a coach and what you're actually, you know, trying to help your clients with. There's maybe a seed of doubt there and there's like a bit of buyer's remorse of, oh, I just paid a lot of money and I haven't heard from this person in three days. Like you never want that for any client. You want someone to pay to immediately get a welcome email or, you know, access to something or just to really continue that person's excitement so that they are already so excited to start working with you before you even have that first call. So yeah, it's really about creating that entire experience and walking them through the journey, making it as easy as possible for them to take the next step with you. And I just want to clarify, like systems does not equal rigidity. It doesn't mean that just because we have systems in place, like it's set in stone, that's it. That's how it's going to be this way every single time. And a lot of people are like, don't confine me like that. I hear that from a lot of folks. It's like, no, no, no. I I want the freedom to be able to work with my clients as I need to. And I just want to be present with them and I want to be able to support them. And yes, that's true. But when we talk about the systems, it's about handling the repetitive tasks. It's about handling those things that happen with every single person every time. Every single person that says yes, they got to get a message from you. They've got to get scheduled. You got to take money. Like those repetitive tasks, when we can put a simple defined process in place, now we have a system and we can set it and forget it with flexibility. Totally. That's such a fear that I hear a lot as well is with the personalization aspect of people being like, well, I don't want to be like a robot. You know, I don't want my systems to feel impersonal and my clients to feel like, you know, I'm like AI or something. And I totally get that fear. But I think when you implement systems, it's implementing it in those just like mundane kind of day-to-day tasks. And then that allows you the freedom to actually be more personal, to go in and say, oh, hey, you know, I'm so excited to work with you because you're not spending your time sending a contract and an invoice and, you know, sending out a questionnaire. It's like you're maybe getting a notification and then all you're doing is going on Instagram and voice noting them and being like, oh my gosh, I saw you just paid. Like the contract should be in your invoice. I'm so excited to work with you. Like make sure you schedule your call. But those are the things like the extra things that really, you can have both, right? It doesn't have to be one or the other. And like you said, with the systems, it allows you the freedom to be extra in that sense. Yeah. One of the things that I see a lot in the industry is people are saying, I want to be a coach. I want to have my business. And so then they start out and then they dabble. Well, here's what's needed in your business. And they're like, no, 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 no. I don't want to be like all that. I just want to simple. I just want to do what I love. And so to me, that's, you know, now we're not in the land of business owner. We're in the land of hobbyists. And 
do hobbyists use systems or do they just truly just kind of wing it as they go? Cause that's okay. Or is there a place for systems with hobbyists or do we really need to put on our business owner hat to get into systems and really have that professional business? I love this question. I think systems are almost the difference between having that side hustle hobby and having a business like you just said. And it's almost like a mindset thing as well. It's like, oh, I just have this little side hustle. I make some extra money, but it's not super serious. I don't know if I'm going to pursue it. And that's a safety net thing, right? It's just like, oh, I'm not going to put too much energy into it because I don't know if it's going to work out. And I think it's the same with systems because when you implement systems, you're not going to see a direct ROI. It's not like you set up your CRM tool and then suddenly you get 10 clients. It doesn't really work like that. But it's more so you implement systems for how you want your future to be and how you envision the results you're going to get. You're implementing systems to set up for your goals. So if you want to be able to onboard 20 clients in a month, okay, well, you better have your system set up because if that happened tomorrow, like you wouldn't be able to handle it probably. And whenever you have this as a hobby, that's fine. But then don't expect yourself to have these crazy big results if you're not going to set yourself up for these crazy big results. Now, we've talked about some of the kind of the misconceptions that people might have about systems. What are some of the common ones that you experience as you're working with entrepreneurs and helping them to establish their systems in their business? The number one misconception I definitely hear is I don't have systems at all. And I think, yes, you do. Systems (laughs) are really just the way that you're doing what you do every day. If you have a business, if you have clients, if you're taking money, you have a system already. It's just probably the system lives in your head. It's not documented anywhere. It's probably not really working for you in a sense. It's probably taking you more time to manually do everything, but it's still there. And that's really the place I start with all my clients is you have this business. What have you been doing? How have you been winging it? Because like we talked about at the beginning, there is that huge stage of just winging it as you're first growing. And I think that stage is important because you learn a lot about yourself. You learn a lot about what works for you, what doesn't work for you. But you do hit a point where the winging it doesn't work anymore. And you need to get some documented structure in place so that you can grow, so that you can start to hire, so that you can get things off of your plate and create more space for the things you really enjoy doing. I love what you just said. I have never heard that before. But you said the early stage of winging it is important. And there is a lot I of truly truth. I believe that. Yeah, there's a lot of truth to that. We always work with coaches as they're a little farther along when they hit that point of, okay, this is not working. I now know what doesn't work for me and what does. And it's like, okay, we got to stop winging it. And so, but I've never heard anybody say that the early stage of winging it is important. But then once you learn what doesn't work and what does work for you, then you've got to keep evolving. What's another mistake or misconception? Are there any others that really jump out for you? I think just in the sense of being techie or just knowing how to use tech in general. And I always think this one is kind of funny because it's people kind of act like, oh, I wasn't born knowing how to be techie. And I'm like, (laughs) yeah, me neither. Like I graduated college and I barely knew how to use Microsoft Excel. Like I knew how to make one type of graph because I was in a biochemistry lab. You know, no one's born knowing how to do any of this stuff. It's just tech is a skill. All of this stuff with entrepreneurship and business, it's a skill. You need to know how to do the basic operations in your business. You need to know how to work the basic tools. You don't have to be an expert, but have an open enough mind where you can at least let yourself be a beginner and let yourself learn these things because you never know when you're going to need to know how to do this. 
Now, earlier you mentioned money-making systems, and a lot of time that's where you'll dive in with your clients. For coaches that are just starting out to build their business, is that where you recommend that they begin setting up systems? Yes, because I think that like in mindset wise, is kind of where you're going to see the most ROI on your time and where you're going to kind of save the most money. It's typically where you would also probably hire help first. So if you can systemize these areas and maybe you can kind of put off hiring help till a bit down the road. Oh, that's a really interesting tip. What's an example of a money-making system? Take us through that. So the main three systems I usually focus on here is content processes, client onboarding, client experience, and lead generation. So especially with content, I think getting a content process in place is so, so important because when you're growing in that first stage, you are probably, you know, it's like 75% of your life kind of seems like content. Like you're just like, I need to post and I need to create content and get my name out there and build a following and whatever. And if you can really figure out how to kind of stop winging that piece of your business and start batching. And I used to hate the word batching content, but (laughs) the missing key I found to batching content is putting a system behind it, breaking down that process of how you're creating content, learning how to not batch the entire piece of content, batch the tasks of the content, writing captions and brainstorming ideas one day, maybe recording and editing the next day where you can really get into more of a flow state. You're going to create content faster. It's going to be easier to outsource later on. And it's the same with client experience, client onboarding. If you're able to just set up that system now, that's something that you can just have automated and ready to go. And it takes you five or 10 minutes or less to onboard a client then you don't have to hire someone to come in and help you with that every time because that's super easy for you to do. And it's just one less thing you you need to worry about. And I think especially with the client onboarding piece, it allows you the space to receive new clients in a sense, because you're like, oh, I could take on a new client. It doesn't take me more than 10 minutes to onboard them. Whereas before, if you're like scrambling around on your computer and you're like, where's the contract? Like, I know I had a form somewhere. Maybe I'll just make a new one. And then it's stressful already before the client's even paid. Now, when it comes to processes, it may not be that every process works for every business. So how do you approach tailoring a system to suit a specific business? Can you walk us through your thought process when customizing systems? Yeah, I agree. Like I'm definitely not a one size. It's all systems person. Like I, of course, I have my systems and tools that I love to use and that I see that work well for people, but really it's about who the person is and what their personality is like and what their goals are with the business. And I really look at that because, you know, you won't use a system if you don't like it and you don't know how to use it. So If it's something that's going to be too complicated for someone, then it's really about finding a way like, okay, how can we make this system work for that person? You know, if it's a mindset block of, okay, maybe we need to have some extra training around that. But yeah, I really start out with diving into how the person's currently working, what's currently working for them. And maybe how can we like upgrade that a bit and like really more of an educational process of, okay, well, how about this tool? Have you ever used this tool? Have If you have, like, what didn't you like about it? What did you like about it? Maybe it's just a lack of kind of education around how to use that tool. And that's something we can overcome. And when it comes to implementing the systems, it's the same type of thing. And I have a lot of clients who come to me and say, Hey, I know exactly what tool I want to use. I just don't know how to set it up. Can you set it up and teach me how to use it? And I'm like, yeah, sure. Cause honestly, at the end of the day, a lot of these tools operate the same way and they're just a little bit different. I really appreciate that you talked about that because a mistake that I see 
so often and it just, it breaks my heart and it's like fingernails on a chalkboard and then it just irritates me is that there's a coach in a certain stage. It doesn't matter what stage, maybe they're a newer coach. Maybe they've been doing it for a while, but they have a mentor who maybe their mentor has been in business for five or six years or eight or 10 years. And so their business is much farther evolved. And the mentor says, well, here's how I do it. I do it X, Y, and Z. And then the newer coach says, oh, well, if they do it that way, I should do it that way. No, maybe eight or 10 years down the road, possibly. But right now you're in the early stage of your business. So don't take a too complex systems just because somebody else is doing it. Like know the business stage that you're in and set up your systems for the business stage you're in. And this is the fine dance. I had somebody tell me once, it is so true. We don't set up the systems for the business we have today. We set up our systems for the business that we want to have. And it's a fine dance of making sure that we handle today because we got to handle today. But what do we want to grow into? It can't be too complicated or too far down the road. It's okay to leave that room for growth. It's okay to be like, okay, right now, maybe I can't really afford to have, you know, all these extra tools, but I'm going to set up what I can now, make it work for what I have now. And then, you know, in six months, when I start having those more clients, I know I can just build upon that and be like, okay, I'm going to add in these few other pieces as I grow. So you can definitely, it's a balance that's a bit hard and you have to definitely be forward thinking a bit, but. It's about just really starting with those foundational systems and then building from there. Now, what do you say to coaches and service providers, entrepreneurs that you encounter? They're new, they're earlier in their business and you start talking about systems and they're like, oh, no, 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 I don't need that. When I get more clients, then I'll come back and set that into place. Like, how do you respond to that? A DM I've gone in far too many times, (laughs) but... (laughs) A lot of times I just say, you know, okay, well, do you know how you're going to onboard those clients when you get them? It's just something that it has to happen eventually. And I understand you kind of want to wait, but I think waiting is also almost like an energetic thing as well. It's like, oh, I'm going to wait until I have clients to put systems in place. Okay. But if you had the systems in place, then you would maybe be able to get those clients faster because you would be ready for them. If you're always waiting for something in your business, it's like, that thing will be waiting for you as well. I think you don't have to have everything set up, but if you don't have any clients, what's stopping you from going in, setting that up, putting all your contracts in there and getting that ready to go for whenever you do have a client. The only thing that's stopping you is time or is not time. Yeah. I was going to say not time. Like really what I find underlying that is for some, it's a fear of success. For some, it's a fear of failure. For some, it's perfectionism. And But ultimately, it's the villain of, I don't feel safe to move forward, so I'm not going to move forward. I'm going to stay right here because right here feels a lot safer than those unknown steps. And I think coaches have to, like, it's not the systems they're battling, it's the villains that they're battling. And where that comes up loudly, I find, is in the realm of systems. So finally, what advice do you have for entrepreneurs who feel overwhelmed by the number of options out there when it comes to setting up their business systems? Just keeping it simple. I think I preach about keeping systems as simple as possible because I think it can be so easy to look online and see what everyone else is doing and be like, oh, this must be so complicated. I have to have all of these tools with all of these steps and automations. And yes, it can be a bit complicated sometimes, but you know, start with the simplest thing that you know how to do. And the number one thing I start with 
no matter what system I'm building, is just getting it from my head onto paper and just mapping out what you want that system to look like. Map out what you're currently doing. Map out in your ideal world. How would this look like? You know, what are the steps I would, I want to add in a gift here. I want to add in automation here because it's so much easier to start building a system when you have that kind of blueprint of how you want it to look. You can go back in from a bird's eye view and be like, okay, I can see at this stage here, this is where we're going to use this tool. And then once we hit to this stage, maybe we need to move to this tool. Maybe we can connect them here instead of just trying to kind of piece it all together as you're going through while it's just kind of a jumbled mess in your head. All right, let's summarize a few of the things that we've talked about today with this awesome conversation. I love how we began with systems provide freedom and systems create consistency. And we talked about the degree that your system's in place or not in place. There's a direct correlation to how loud your villains and negative self-talk are in your head. And the better your systems, the better your confidence. And just because you don't have systems doesn't mean you don't have systems. That is your system. I love when you described that. It's like, whatever that looks like, that's your current system. And when it comes to systems, we talked about making it as simple as possible, as easy as possible. And the importance of doing that, not just for us as the coach in our business, but making sure we're doing that for our clients too, removing that friction and resistance and creating that flow. We talked about how systems does not equal rigidity and there's gotta be flexibility and personality involved in it. You shared two of the biggest misconceptions with us about, I don't have systems and knowing how to use tech. And I love when you said, I think this is one of my favorite takeaways, in the early stages of winging it, it's important. We've gotta have that so that we can identify what works and it doesn't, but then we've got to get clear on what does work for us and put systems to that. You were so generous and gave us three of your money-making systems and we dove into that. You talked about customizing systems and evolving them over time, making sure that they are aligned with the stage of business that we're in. And ultimately you said, keep it simple. Sam, do you have any parting words for our listeners? Wow, after you summarize that, what else can I really say? Well, yeah, I think just imparting words, keep your mind open and be a problem solver. You're not going to set this stuff up overnight. It's not going to be super, super easy necessarily, but it's definitely going to be worth it. You are going to get a lot farther in setting up systems, I think, in business in general. That's been my biggest lesson in business overall. Beautiful. Well, thank you for listening to this episode of Just Between Coaches. And also a great big thank you to Sam for this incredible and fun geeked out conversation. You can find out more about her at systemswithsam.com. That's systems, plural, with sam.com. And she has a private podcast feed called Systems Simplified Podcast. Sam, thank you so much for coming to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I had such a blast. I'm Melinda Cohen, and you've been listening to Just Between Coaches. Just Between Coaches is part of the Mayor CFM podcast network, which also includes such shows as For Better or For Work and Soul Savvy Business. Mishi Lance produced this episode. I wrote this episode together with her, and Cynthia Lamb is our supervising producer. Danny Eney is our executive producer, and post-production was by Post Office Sound. To catch great episodes that are coming up on Just Between Coaches, please follow us on YouTube or your favorite podcast player. And if you enjoy the show, please leave us a comment or a starred review. It's the best way to help us get these ideas to more people. Thank you. And we'll see you next time.
Miracy. And so the tailor, having gathered together the beautiful scraps, began to sew. He stitched and he sewed and he sewed and he stitched. And by the morning time, he had made himself a beautiful coat. Now, when he wore his coat into the market, everyone admired it so much that the tailor decided to wear the new coat everywhere. And that's what he did. He wore it and wore it and wore it until it was all worn out. Or was it? In each episode of Once Upon a Business, Lisa shares a fairy folk or traditional tale and then extracts rich business lessons that are applicable for entrepreneurs, coaches, and course creators. Stories always take us on a journey from one place to the next. Sometimes this journey is literal, sometimes it's metaphorical, but always we find ourselves transformed. This story, The Tailor's Coat, originating from Europe, takes us through a literal transformation of the pieces of cloth and yet somehow teaches a powerful lesson. It does speak to a common entrepreneurial journey. Many of us start out working for someone else and give them everything we've got. Perhaps the tailor finally deciding to make something for himself is similar to the entrepreneurial desire to begin to create a business for ourselves. We take the scraps, the skills that we've developed, the experience that we've gained, and we launch our own business. I think it's an incredibly important skill for an entrepreneur, for anybody running a business, to be able to know that creating something out of nothing is always possible. And it's often the way forward because it's out of the scraps of what's been done before. It's out of almost the missing pieces that are not quite there that we can actually bring our creativity and bring our determination and bring our vision to create something really wonderful, really brand new and really beautiful. And then we can walk around the town with it. You know, we can be proud, we can step out and we can wear it until it's almost worn out, but not quite. To hear more of Lisa's stories and learn the deep lessons they carry, make sure you subscribe to Once Upon a Business wherever you get your podcasts. We'll see you every other week with a brand new episode.